1: hello everyone today we are joined with nikki ostrauer from now wellness and now wellness for those of you who don't know is my like sanctuary and second home located in the west village right we would call it yeah yeah located in the west village on west 12th street it has infrared saunas which is what i actively use it for it's an overall just calming space it's like underground you feel like you've entered this wellness aura um that you also do nutrition yes. coaching yeah. yeah and there is
0: reiki correct we have two reiki practitioners okay. five nutritionists it's we have an oasis yes we <laughs> call it a giant hug because even though we are in a lower level basement which i never thought i would want or appreciate yeah. the minute i saw it you know you just know when you know and you can't hear a single thing in there you can't so you feel like you're away
1: I am totally
0: in agreement. Um,
1: I joke that I use it as my second home, but I truly do because during my heavy metals detox, it was really important for me to do the infrared saunas, and we'll touch on that and why in a little bit, but I was actively searching for somewhere in New York to do that, and I felt a little intimidated by a lot of the places I was seeing or kind of like they were glorifying the sexual aspect of saunas, which is weird, Mm. but that's kind of how I felt, and I didn't know that this oasis was so close to my apartment. And I remember when I stepped in, I was like, yeah, okay, this is it. And I came basically twice a week. And then I would like (laughs) shower there, do a little work on the couch, blow dry my hair. I I would move in on the days that I was there.
0: And that is part of our mission is we want people to stay, get to know each other, and Mm -hmm. really create community that everyone's
1: craving. A 100%. So I want to talk a ton about, now in general and your story and how you got there. But first, how would you define
0: success? I think that's a great question because Thank how you. I define it now, um, it actually, I changed my, my definition completely about two years ago okay. when my uh, mother-in-law was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and a couple of, minute, uh, couple of minutes, a couple of months later, uh, mm-hmm. she passed away. Wow. And so it really had me rethink everything and put mm-hmm. so much into perspective. And at that time, it was actually we just had signed the lease for okay. now and had solidified architects and construction. And prior to her passing away, you know, a little bit of a background of myself. My parents mm-hmm. got divorced when I was two years old, and he wasn't very present father. And so my mom was left with myself, a two-year-old, and my brother, who was three at the time, Wow. And she was the sole provider, mm-hmm. and so basically, we've we we have always worked hard for what we had. But my mom always came from a place of scarcity. Yeah, you know, a Jewish mother from Long Island, <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a doctor, you yeah. know, or a lawyer, mm-hmm. and um, you know, nutritionist, wellness center. Those were definitely not in the forefront, mm-hmm. but scarcity was a huge thing. So I've always been a hustler, yep. I feel like I've always had drive um, and this entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was more so also about money. Mm-hmm, definitely. And so when she passed away, it really made me think about my motivations and what really lights me up. And, and I consider that success, you know, the mm-hmm. small successes that we have throughout the day, I would ask myself what really matters in life to me. And that would be Spending time with my family, spending time with my husband on date nights, you know, watching my daughter have these awesome little milestones or even totally. just hearing her laugh. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've always worked so hard and that balance of family life um, and working so hard were always so tangled because success was always wrapped up in. One thing, which was how much money can you make and how quickly, especially mm-hmm. living in New York City, where it costs a fortune. It costs, to just costs breathe. a fortune, <laughs> yeah. And so now it's it's like if if you're doing what you love, and how you and I just talked about, we just came back from you know celebrating mm-hmm. Memorial Day weekend, and how it was such beautiful weather, <clears throat> and yet I don't miss being there. I had a great time, but mm-hmm. I also love my life here. So if you're doing what you love on a daily basis and you're surrounding yourself with all the things that light you up, that's success. I 100% agree. And it's so interesting you say that about coming home because
1: when I was at JP Morgan and working in this totally different corporate world for the past five years, when I would have to come home from the shore on a Sunday night, I was so anxious. I couldn't even breathe in some moments. Just severe panic would come over me because i was going back to this life on monday that i didn't love and it was so interesting last night i really noticed on the drive back i was like okay yeah sure let's go back and we even left early on monday it was monday but it feels like a sunday because it was a long weekend it was three o'clock i'm like oh, okay let's just go back now like you know whatever it, th- i'm not grasping on to these weekends that are amazing but it's not as if That's the only time of my life I enjoy. I now enjoy the weekdays, which is totally different.
0: I know. No more Sunday scares or Monday madness. Oh, my
1: gosh. Those feelings are (laughs) (laughs) – it causes me anxiety thinking about them. But another note is how you were saying your definition used to be um, really focused on financials because I felt the same way. And mine was, I think, from a different stem. But I felt growing up with both of my parents being – very successful and financial playing a large part in our life i always felt like oh my gosh i have to live up to this i have to always have like you know once you have something Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: then you don't want to let it go and so i was like well when i'm an adult i have to make x amount of money i have to do this i have to maintain this life i've lived in a sense and i was so focused on my success is how much money i make and in my mind i was very successful because i was making a great payroll at jp morgan but i wasn't happy i wasn't fulfilled i wasn't lit up like you said and then when i left a lot of the beginning of my business and i'm curious if you felt the same way but a lot of the beginning of this business was still focused on the financials and once i kind of really recently took a step back and instead of assessing how much money am i making Was this a good month or a bad month, quote unquote, based off of my financials? Instead of when I focus on what am I enjoying? Am I doing more of that? I thoroughly believe that we all have this path that we're meant to be on. And when you do things that you enjoy and you put positive energy out there and you're a happy person, it attracts the correct people. And then things just align. A
0: hundred percent. And I've I've witnessed that. I've witnessed it for myself. Same. I've witnessed it in other people that Mm – Everything falls into place 100. percent. when you're you're truly focused on what matters in life. Yeah. You know, um, and, and that truly is a gift to actually believe in that mm-hmm. um, and to be – and when you're a witness of it, you're like, oh, wait, yeah, that you have a, a new built-in memory. Yes. So when you find yourself going to that negative place, you can easily bring yourself back. Mm-hmm. And it
1: takes a lot of time to get there. It also takes privilege to be able mm-hmm. to get there, but it takes a lot of time to get to a place where – You're accepting of it, and I feel like I'm finally entering that phase. While I change the definition of success verbally, it took a long time for me to get there mentally, if that makes sense, and really accept
0: it. Of course. And it's a practice, right? Life is a practice. And that's why we also have a tribe. Like I know, Mm -hmm. you know, you have so many supportive... Uh, Family and friends and when we Mm -hmm. surround ourselves with those who love us they'll also remind us of who we are and that we're on the right path they'll they'll be our biggest cheerleaders when we're Mm -hmm. feeling like shit
1: yeah because there are days there are plenty Um, of days Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. and I also feel like then entering the world of motherhood or parenthood totally changes a whole it gives you a whole new perspective on success Oh, yeah. Because everything really
0: – the only thing that matters is now that human. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that that human, but also, like, how can you really create balance? Mm-hmm. And Emma was never a good sleeper. Really? Never. Still? Um, it's getting better. Okay. You know, if you count 5 a.m., which for – Wow, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which is better than, you know, waking up at, you know, 10 a.m., at 10 p.m., mm-hmm. 2 a.m., you know. So now it's just once, 5 a.m., and then uh, I will always charge the snuggle. So 5 a.m., I'm like, it's fine because yeah. she's not going to want to snuggle that m- know. you know. So that's, I'll take what I get for true. now. Yeah. yeah. I
1: think my mom would pay a lot of money for all three of her daughters to come in at 5 a.m. just to snuggle with her now.
0: Oh so God. enjoy it while you have it. You should do it. Yes. Next time you're in Germany. I mean, right?
1: I call yeah, I call her almost <laughs> every she yells at me, she's like, You are my alarm clock. You call me every morning at six, and I'm like, I'm still sleeping. <laughs> but it's our it's our catch-up time. Yeah. Um, so
0: what would you say your favorite characteristic about yourself is? Oh, that's a good question. I would I would say my perseverance. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's just so much that's happened to me in my past yeah that really colored my future in such a positive way and so each time I've Mm -hmm. I've fallen and found the strength and the courage to pick myself back up um it's never failed me
1: yeah and I love the way you said that how it's colored your future or painted yeah. your future, whatever the line was. I really like that. Thank you. And if you're open to discussing, what would a few of those th- or one of those things be
0: of course. your past? Um, you know, I've always felt different, mm-hmm. uh, which then, you know, I I, I guess it, it, it kind of fueled uh, an eating disorder that I had for 17 years. Mm-hmm. So it went from anorexia to bulimia to night eating, And that was actually, I would say it was even harder than building now was, Mm -hmm. you know, this recovery process. I'm sure. Um, But it truly built a a backbone. And the things that I learned in recovery are tools that I can use in everyday life. Mm -hmm. You know, for example, like the stories we tell ourselves. Definitely. Building a tribe. Mm -hmm. You are not alone. Fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. You know, these just beautiful one-liners that resonate still to this day that I use in my daily life no matter what's going on. Yeah. You know, the eating disorder has been at bay for 14 years. Congratulations. Thank you, which is, which is such a big deal. Um, but, are, you know, I've, I've been given tools to, to last a lifetime, and that have been such an important aspect of even my journey into motherhood because mm-hmm. thank God – like knowing that the air mask goes on me first, yeah, huge, yeah. Um, that I learned in my recovery because I, I truly get that being a mom. If I'm not taking care of myself, I'm, I'm fucking useless. Mm-hmm. Useless. I'm useless. Um, I'm a useless mom, friend, wife. You know, you name it. And so, really, truly understanding how to build that in, mm-hmm. imperfectly right mm-hmm. um, sometimes I have to have these what I call mini bottoms where they sting and you're like oh, mm, need to put the balance back into place <laughs> <laughs> um, but recognizing them and my, my, my tolerance for pain is definitely not what it used to be mm-hmm. uh, which is definitely a good thing But these are all the things that I use on a daily basis in order Mm -hmm. to kind of keep myself – I call them like bookends. You know, bookends are used to hold books in place. And so there are tools that I use on a daily basis just to hold myself in place. I love that. And I do think it's something that we all have to come to terms with of you might feel
1: like a little selfish at one point where you're like, oh, I don't know. Like I don't know if I can take this time to do it for myself. But I always say I have to better myself in order to help – others better themselves like especially in the world that we work in where I'm less one-on-one hands-on as like you and your nutrition practice but yeah. when I'm doing health coaching or even just through my platform of trying to help others like I can't help anyone unless I have first yeah. helped myself yeah which is why I am a huge proponent of therapy and also things like 100% it's imp- huge yes changed my life
0: but it's so interesting because knee-jerk reaction is oh so- Mom guilt. Yeah. Oh, you know? I can only and then I'm like, the mom guilt. or just even the guilt, like mm-hmm. I'm doing something for myself, you yeah. know? But that like, that I
1: could, for me, I get, I, mom guilt is something I'm actually very nervous about because I have those feelings already of like work guilt of, oh, I, well, I could be doing this during this time, or yeah. I could be spending time with Joe,
0: or I could be reaching out to that friend I haven't talked to in a while is hard. There's just so much you want to do. Yeah. And that's where we all need to band together and be like, nope, that was actually a really good idea. Yeah. You know, do opposite action. Just do that little mm-hmm. act of self-care and you will get to it. And it goes without saying, I'm sure, you know, after you're done with the piece of self-care, you're never like, fuck, I regret that. Never regret it. <laughs> Ever. Never regret it.
1: Yeah. So what are your things that you do for these types of
0: self-care? What are your, either like a morning routine or the sauna? Yeah, so, um, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I never book anything until about, uh, 8.30, o'clock. Okay. Because I always take my best friend Jamie Bailey's flywheel class. Um, Oh, I love that. Uh, I just get really down with the music and just losing myself, Mm -hmm. um, closing my eyes and without fail, I just feel like, oh, it's just like the best way to start the day on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. Um, I do start with quiet meditation for 10 minutes and now that my daughter's older, um, Sometimes she's into it. Sometimes she's not. But I think that's (laughs) really important. If I forget to do it or I'm just like, screw it, I definitely will do it at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, I also always do, without fail, uh, a gratitude list at the end of the day. I think that's such a beautiful way to end the day. Infrared sauna. Um, After 17 years of doing infrared sauna, I Mm -hmm. still love the infrared sauna. And it will always be a part of... You know, the weekly routine. Um, I love kundalini yoga. I love taking walks, Mm -hmm. being of service to others. Um, These are all great things. And trying new things sometimes. (laughs) I also
1: love that, how you mentioned the flywheel class, how exercise is part of our self-care and not a way of, oh, I have to get to the gym because I ate all these cookies last night. It's, I want to get to this class because I fucking
0: love the way I feel when I leave it. Yeah. I I do not do fitness for the body. I do it for the mind. Yes, it is a total
1: mind for me. And I've been struggling a little bit because I've had to change my workout routine with the detox I was on. And I felt like I was lacking the mental workout almost of it or the mental release. Mm -hmm. And so I found some new ones. But I love getting into a groove of fitness or finding that class that just makes you forget you're even working out.
0: To class with me. I
1: I know. I, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of spinning because I feel locked onto a machine. Oh. I know that's odd, but I love the music aspect of it all. I'm really obsessed with dance body right now. Oh. I went this morning. It's, it's, you are dancing in a routine aspect, or you can do the sculpt class, but it's just, I love dancing in general, and I just have so much fun because once you let go of what the hell you look like, because it's very, easy to walk in and be like these people are so much better than me I don't know what I'm doing I have two left feet once you stop caring it is so much fun because
0: that is my story
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) I mean I think I'm good and then I get into class I'm like wow I have two left feet but it's so much fun
0: yeah that's what matters Um,
1: but I agree just finding those things that make you happy and gratitude is big for me as well I actually do just a quick three things I'm grateful for in the morning write them down but then I recently felt like it was nice to close my day with it as well so I implemented a little practice with Joe trying to get him on the train of you know it's so interesting women spend so much time bettering themselves (laughs) and men are so hesitant to like dip their foot in of like meditating or gratitude journals or you know, all of that whole thing, that aspect of wellness and trying to bring him along.
0: It's so true. Actually, Matt had to hit a little bit of a bottom in order to get himself to read. I remember we were in the airport and like he was in his Mm -hmm. shit. Um, Rightfully so. Something really, you know, awful did happen. And right then and there is Dan Harris's book, 10% Happier.
1: Amazing book. Oh my
0: God. And from then it just, he got bit by the bug.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm trying. I'm really trying. But you also can't tell, you can't, especially with meditation, like, I was so hesitant to meditating, and my three close friends had all gone to the same school of learning a a specific meditation practice, Ziva, which I talk about on my page pretty frequently, and they had all said, Kim, you would love this. Kim, you do it. You would love it. You would love it. And I was like, guys, I can't. I don't have time. So resistant. And I knew I needed to start. I knew it would help my anxiety. But I was in that world of like, well, those twenty minutes in the morning could be better put to use doing this. But then maybe if I get into it, it will be the better option. Whatever. I finally actually pulled the trigger. It's changed my life. Um, But I am the same way with Joe, where I would love him to start, but I know I can't. It has to be on his terms. A hundred percent. So I'm just patiently waiting. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just waiting for him to tell me that he wants to try. so I do want to get in to Now Wellness as a center and kind of how you created the yeah. aura or like home, all of that. Awesome. So where did the idea come from? Let's so start
0: there. believe it or not, I read the book 4-Hour Workweek okay. um, by Tim Ferriss. I have to read that. And 4-Hour Week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I will never – want to own a brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. Got it? Yep. And so it was definitely not always a dream of mine to have a brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I my company used to be called Now Nutrition. Mm-hmm. And I started Now Nutrition in 2008 and was built out of my own eating disorder recovery. Okay. And so it just organically continued to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get me wrong, it was very hard. Very hard. I always like mm-hmm. to kind of preface it by saying that because... Totally. Sometimes from an outsider, it can look like, oh, that was easy. She just organically oh, organically grew. Um, but, you know, eventually I started getting inquiries um, where folks wanted more than just eating disorders. Mm-hmm. So,
1: so, sorry, but were you doing now nutrition, like, virtually? Did you have an so office? So I worked
0: from home. Okay. I worked mm-hmm. just from home, and then I toyed with – because my husband and I come from nothing, Mm-hmm. Actually, so everything that we built um, was built strictly from the hustle. Mm-hmm. We don't have family money, we don't have investors, still to this day. Um, and I think that's important for folks also to know. Definitely. Um, and so I was like, okay, you know, first the first growth spurt was getting a part-time office space, and I rented space out of a chiropractor's office, mm-hmm. and I actually I, I liked it. But I consider myself a homebody and I was still having, even though I was paying for the part-time rental, I was having everyone come to my home. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I didn't want to commute. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, like as I'm like saying this, it's kind of embarrassing. I totally get it. I'm so I gave up the office space and I could just continue to work from home. And then eventually when you know, it was time to hire another nutritionist because I realized that, you know, folks just kept on coming in and I couldn't handle the volume. Mm-hmm. So I hired another nutritionist. And actually, I, you know, obviously we, we can't both work from my home. Yeah. We're not, that's not obvious, but I only had uh, a one bedroom. In a typical New York apartment. In a typical <laughs> New York apartment. And so my very first full-time um office space where she worked it was her name was kelsey was in a WeWork. oh cool and they allowed me to um frost the windows we were the first company because you know it's i was going about that
1: yeah because yeah. i parsley health was in a WeWork, the doctor's office i mm-hmm. go to originally and they had like the frosted
0: yes yeah So, and then we just kept on growing and I got another office and we got another nutritionist and, um, and actually around that time I got pregnant Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, doctors like, oh, you're never going to get pregnant. We got pregnant. Thank God. No problem. And it was after first trimester, 12 weeks, I was bedridden because I was just so sick. The the pregnancy was healthy. Mm -hmm. So I was telling the doctor, I was like what the hell now it's 20 weeks and I'm still yeah. sick you know I had a plastic bag with me at all times and literally I told Kelsey I'm like do not call me do not get in touch with me unless there is a problem and so it was my first step in letting go of the business mm-hmm. which is huge which is very huge difficult. and like wow nothing bad happened actually I can still bring in money. My clients are happy. Everything's working like a well-oiled machine mm-hmm. when you have the right system and people in place. Um, and so actually, my entire pregnancy, I was sick. My husband um, lost his job at the time. Mm-hmm. And so after I gave birth to Emma, which we had an awesome home birth, wow, which was super amazing. And I felt like I earned it after those 42 weeks of hell. Um, Emma never took a bottle, so I was literally, you know, going to the office, and then I couldn't work from home mm-hmm. also, so going to the office, going home to nurse, going to the office, going home to nurse, and every time I would go to do self-care, it was either all around New York City, or they just didn't provide the level of customer service that I that I needed and that I was mm-hmm. craving, so I would go do some self-care, and by the time I got back to the home or office, my yeah. zen was out the window. Mm-hmm. So that's when the light bulb went off. I'm like, I want to have all my favorite people, places, and services. (laughs) In one building. Under one roof, but it had to, in this tiny little radius of Manhattan. And I was Mm -hmm. so clear. Talk about manifestation. Um, So it had to be below 14th, above Soho, 5th Avenue to the West Side Highway. Okay, so we're talking about the West Village. I was going to say, very small (laughs) map radius. And so I knew nothing about commercial real estate, but I'm, you know, I'm the type of person that just jumps right into yeah, things. Yeah, figure it out. And it's fun. So I hired a, a commercial real estate agent, and he laughed in my face. He's like, "Okay, you want the most expensive part of Manhattan with a tuna, <laughs> with a can of tuna fish budget? All right, you know? Yeah, sure. So he's like, "What did he do? He took me out in Nomad and Flatiron. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, some of these offices are fine. I'm like, "But, buddy, like this is not." The demographic. This is not what I want. And, you know, I just really want to be clear with you. Like, I don't want to do this business unless mm-hmm. it's really meant to be. And it has to be in this neighborhood because I live there, you know. Yeah. So... Second day, he took me out. He took me out to, like, all these places in my radius. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I mean, it was crazy, the crap that I was seeing. Mm -hmm. And so the last place, which was the place I'm in now, and I was just going to cancel. It was raining. It was freezing. And I was like, "Oh, but, I," you know, you just don't want to waste people's time. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to humor myself. And and it was a basement. Mm -hmm. So he (laughs) took me down the stairs of the basement of the Brownstone. I'm like, oh, the Brownstone's beautiful, and the block is beautiful. Okay, I'll just have an open mind and open heart. I walked through the doors and it was just a rectangle. And you know, when you just have this moment where you were like, oh my God, this is it. Mm-hmm. Where you just know when you know it is so perfect and you have this vision you're like, this is it. And that's how it all started. I mean, I didn't know anything about really much except I knew, I had the tenacity and drive to learn and whatever we need. Out. And I'm like, we'll figure it out as we go. Yeah. You know, opening a spot in the West Village, especially our place is landmarked and so on. I'm like, I have time. Mm-hmm. It's going to take time to find an architect. It's going to take time for the architect to, to draw the plans and then to find, you know, uh, construction and to do the construction that by the time you need to move in, you know, we'll, and then we'll kind of, People are also so loving. Like, if mm-hmm. I remember, we moved in because I was like, I can't pay two rents, and some of the furniture wasn't even there. We didn't even have a reception desk. Mm-hmm. And my line to them was, Oh, you're a part of the process. <laughs> <laughs> I love and they were that. like, Oh, Mary, you're a part of the transformation. They loved it. And they were yeah. just so happy to, you know, be a part of it and to welcome us into our mm-hmm. space that this whole like looking good thing that we, all had or have or practiced not to have mm-hmm. really just melted totally
1: yeah and when did you officially open
0: we officially like we moved in um, August of 2017 but the saunas weren't opened okay. so we officially say our grand opening date was January of 2018 so we're really wow. just been opened yeah. about a year and change that's amazing yeah. and I feel like it's continuing to grow and grow and grow It is. And it's all super organic. You Mm -hmm. know, we had something really frightening happen to us where, and you know, I, you hear this all the time with new businesses that our whole marketing and PR budget Mm -hmm. was completely out the window, um, where we actually feared that we were going to go bankrupt and bankrupt and close, but it's because of our loyal fans and customers Mm -hmm. Um, And not saying, hey, promote us. It was really just like if we – this comes back to the trust. Mm -hmm. If we provide the level of customer service that, you know, we promise, Mm -hmm. everything's just going to fall into place. And not only did things fall into place, and I, you know, had mediocre expectations. I'm like, let's just kind of get by. we're thriving. Yeah. And it's such a gift. Totally.
1: And I think the organic aspect, like I can use myself as an example. There are plenty of times where You beat me to it. (laughs) where I'll go, you know, as a quote unquote influencer or whatever, people with a following get offered a lot of services um, for free in exchange for shout outs and Instagram stories. And that's great. And I get that A, or getting paid for it. And it helps people in this space Financially make money. However, like you are someone now is a place where I've spent all of my, like every time I'm there, it's my money that's being spent because it's something that I totally believe in. And I want to, in exchange for it being such a welcoming and inviting and amazing space, encourage others to go there. And I think that that shows through me, but also through other people that are there that are talking about it. It's all Organic and people just want to share the love, if that makes sense.
0: And we're so grateful <laughs> to have. Love we love seeing your face in this space, and we realize that it's been, you know, I call it just authentic sharing. Yeah. Like you've just been, you, like, you, be, you come because you believe in us. Yeah. I've come
1: because yeah. I know how much I love it, and I share about it because my whole thing is A, trying to make healthy living approachable, but B, like, giving my community options of places to do these types of activities that have really helped me and infrared saunas are definitely one of them and I do want to speak so I guess where Mm -hmm. I want to touch on infrared saunas but before that where do you see what type of community are you trying to build and where do you see now wellness going because I know you are focused pretty heavily given your past on eating disorders which I am in full support of and I want to talk if you don't mind discussing a little bit about the workshops that you guys host for those people who might be struggling with an eating disorder.
0: And so we do host monthly women's eating disorder Mm -hmm. groups where each month there is a new focus where we have either a practitioner or we provide a theme Mm -hmm. where it really – also we close down the space – in order to create anonymity and safety Mm. where everyone can just be their true authentic self and come for recovery, but also come for the community because there's a few things that I really learned in recovery is that I can't do it without my tribe, you know, and we really need to break the stigma that comes along with having Mm -hmm. an eating disorder. It's like, we would never say, don't go to cancer support group. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of, you know, the eating disorder is a disease and, you know, it doesn't matter where you are in your recovery, whether you're Mm -hmm. struggling or whether you have 14 years, 20 years, six months, three months, we're we're all in it together. Mm -hmm. And it, and the groups apply Mm -hmm. to no matter where you are in your recovery. And it's beautiful. And we're getting this and it's on a Monday, usually from 12 to one, we're working on the time. We know it's not the best time, but It just goes to show they are so well attended Mm -hmm. that people run towards their recovery, that it doesn't matter what time, where it is. They want to be there. They want to be there because of the love and the support Mm -hmm. that they get, and they get to walk away with so much.
1: And I think that's so amazing because I do think anyone struggling with anything, but specifically eating disorders, uh, you can feel so alone Mm -hmm. and pigeonholed and just – Get in your own head and to have the support of others whether someone is going through that same struggle that you're going through or whether it's someone like yourself who's recovered for such a great amount of time who you can so easily relate to the struggle that person's going through because you've been there but you can help them out of it.
0: A hundred percent. We can all learn mm-hmm. from each other. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I always say it doesn't matter what symptom, what eating disorder you know, you're know, you going through, the feelings behind it are all the same. All the same. Mm-hmm. Def-
1: I totally agree. And I've had my fair share of close friends and family who have struggled with different different eating disorders. And while they've manifested in different ways, whether it's anorexia or bulimia, there's usually that same mindset that's behind it. And it's really just getting to the core of that and figuring out why you feel this way and how to kind of go forward around those emotions.
0: And bringing it back to even the infrared saunas, you know, um, the infrared sauna played a huge part in my recovery. I was going to ask about that huge part um so before i was even a nutritionist you know when i moved to new york city mm-hmm. i actually worked um downtown in financial district uh working in sales and marketing and i would re- they our building had these rickety elevators and i would always um be in the elevator with this esthetician she mm-hmm. was so lovely i'll never forget her name kelly um i wish i knew how to contact her and <laughs> to yeah, thank I her know. but she'd be like come use my sauna and i'm thinking to myself lady I'm just looking to pay my rent mm-hmm. you know I was so deep into my eating disorder that everything went into either um you know rent or food or whatever that I was mm-hmm. not thinking about and also like I didn't really like conventional sauna yeah I was not hearing infrared sauna and she was like yeah and I work in a, in a holistic spa and they were on the, the ninth floor we were on the seventh floor so one day she was like My boss is out of town. Why don't you come use our infrared sauna? So I was like, all right. Mm -hmm. So we go upstairs. And this holistic spa now, you know, 17 years. Back in 2001, when you heard holistic. I was
1: going to say, I'm shocked this
0: existed. Yeah. uh, Exactly. (laughs) But I was expecting something wildly different. (laughs) (laughs) And it was so beautiful. And so she hands me a robe. She gives me a huge bottle of water, some magazines. And she's like, go sit for 30 minutes. And I'm thinking to myself, is this lady smoking crack?
1: I'm yeah. like, how
0: do you sit in a sauna for 30 minutes, you know? I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go. You know, she'll let me yeah. know when the time is up. So I sat for 30 minutes. And it was amazing because when she opened that door, my jaw was on the floor. Because I, for me, what I felt the first time mm. was a quiet And a peace and a freedom that I had truly never felt before. And not like all my problems dissolved or went away. It just gave me the courage and the strength and the clarity Mm -hmm. to put one foot in front of the other. And also... I loved it so much that it became a safe haven to bring friends because, Mm -hmm. you know, while I was working on my recovery, you know, all there was to do back in 2001, 2002 was go to clubs, Mm -hmm. eat, drink, get fucked up, you know, and, you know, that even back then when I was 21 years old, I needed a safe place where I could go catch up
1: with a friend,
0: you know, and so I introduced all my friends to Sana so we could catch up, shoot the shit, And we can all leave feeling like a million bucks and we would wake up without a food coma or a -hmm. hangover.
1: I know. It's actually funny because I think about that a lot. I haven't brought any friends with me into the sauna. I like to like spread out. I lay down. My legs are up on the wall. Mm. But I think it's such a great option for people who are trying to do something catching up other than drink and eat.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, another, it's another fun option. Yeah. I also call it my think tank. You know, I'll take mm-hmm. business meetings in there. I mean, yeah. of course, the people that I'm comfortable with. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I love it in there. It's my podcast time where I listen to podcasts. I'm like, mm-hmm. my phone goes in that little lock box, not mm-hmm. lock box, but safe yeah. box situation in the sauna. I put on a podcast and I just lay down and it's, we, it's so crazy to think that it takes this, but it takes that to get me from being on my phone for 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, Or I'll just listen to soothing music and lay there. And it's so nice to not be scrolling or responding to people and not feeling like I instantly have to get back to someone. Uh,
0: I mean, that's real.
1: I I mean, for everyone. I love it. Yeah. Oh, my God, I love it. So I did ask my followers on Instagram for a few questions regarding infrared saunas because I get asked them a lot. And I try to respond, but I think that you probably are a better person. Um, mm-hmm. So can we touch on just how basic level, how is infrared sauna different than a regular sauna?
0: Yeah, so what's cool is that infrared sauna has been around since ancient time. And so a conventional sauna, would it would need to get so hot and it penetrates the air around us okay. versus... Um, heating up our body directly mm-hmm. so it heat up the air in turn it also heated up our body but not as efficiently and effectively as infrared so many people couldn't sit in a conventional sauna for that long okay and so the sweat and also the quality of sweat and the toxins in the sweat are mm-hmm. not um are not as saturated okay right um, so infrared, infrared technology, where it has the ability to heat up our body from the inside out, um, our blood rushes to the skin surface where it heats us up, invokes our sweating. Got it. And also has the ability to loosen up our lymph tissue where a lot of our toxins are mm-hmm. stored. So it's it's kind of just like a much better sweat at a much lower temperature so it's it's more effective and it's more efficient than a traditional sauna but if you can only get to a traditional sauna mm-hmm. for folks that don't have access to infrared sauna they're great too yeah
1: all, all sweat is good sweat like all this sweat is, is just good amplified good sweat. yeah
0: there's a lot of different healing benefits and um with infrared i for have sure. a stupid question but when you got when infrared that term does
1: that imply the light, like the light at the top or is it those like things in the sauna that are heating?
0: Yeah, so it's the it's the heaters that that On contain it. the infrared okay. light, not not stupid at all. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've always wondered because I know that
1: the light at the top the different colors can help in different healing, correct?
0: Yes. So that's a totally different separate healing modality. Okay, so it. there are some infrared saunas that don't even have the chromo LED light therapy. They're, they that's just the right term for that light at the top. I keep yes, 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 to. yes. Um, and so it's great for our, you know, for your listeners to mm-hmm. really distinguish um, the difference and also the difference between... Uh, brand of sauna. Just yeah. as I'm sure as a health coach, you know, mm-hmm. not all brands are created equal. And of yep. course, we want to be human about everything. But um, because infrared sauna is so popular right now, you can go onto overstock.com and you can get any box mm-hmm. out there for um, inexpensive. Yeah. And buyer, beware because those electromagnetic fields, you just don't know what you're getting, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is why we've done the research for you. So what brand do you use? We use the Clearlight Jacuzzis. Okay. And actually, they've been around for a really, really long time. It was actually the sauna that I would go to. Oh, really? That's so Back in 2001. And um, they're the most trusted source. Okay. You know, there's one other brand in the market, again, that I um, can appreciate, which is Mm -hmm. Sunlighten. But um, in terms of what I thought had the most integrity mm-hmm. and the best quality is why we went with the clear Yes. Yeah.
1: And you can get them, for your home. Like I always say that when I move to a house, not in an apartment, I don't have mm-hmm. room in this apartment, but when I move to a house, that will be one of my
0: top investments. Yeah. and it we, would be so great to have. It, it, totally. And we are actually a distributor for, oh, for those. I know where to well. get mine then. Yay! <laughs> and we can offer all the listeners a discount um, for anyone who wants an infrared oh, perfect. sauna. Yeah. And they do come in all different, you know, sizes. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the one that fits two people. Yeah. Um, and we have two of them because sometimes it's like, where's Nikki? <laughs> <laughs> She's in the zone." Yeah. <laughs> and how
1: often would you recommend
0: people going into these infrared on us? So everyone is different. Mm-hmm. Um, so first things first is how often can you get there? Some folks can exactly. only get there yeah. once a month or every week or every other mm-hmm. week. Still great. Still great. Um for people who have limes mm-hmm. it's actually been shown there has been studies shown that if they do you know if they do it every day or every other day it really helps the detoxification process mm-hmm. it is completely safe to do every day that's what i was also going
1: to ask i do follow a girl who's struggling with lime and i think she ended up purchasing one for her home because mm-hmm. she does it every
0: day yeah we have a lot of clients who mm-hmm have limes who we, we see on the regular
1: yeah and I know for mm-hmm. me it was part of my it was actually part of my diagnosis of mm-hmm. all right you're doing collision therapy but you need to get in an inference on a try your goal should be twice a week and mm-hmm. I took that with severity and did it um, yeah. and now I'm kind of like okay what fits in my schedule best I'm kind of on that once a week timeline yep. now um, but I noticed it definitely helped me with my detox symptoms, which was amazing.
0: Yeah. And, you know, some folks will ask, like, oh, what do I do, 30 or 60 minutes? Yeah, that <clears> was <throat> another question I get asked a lot. Everyone is so different. And even after 17 years, I'm still doing only 30 minutes. I don't think I could make it 60. Yeah, but, you know, everyone everyone's different. And some folks really do like the 60-minute mm-hmm. option, which is why we leave it there. We toyed with the idea of just offering 40, 45 minutes, like mm-hmm. a one option. Um, it's still challenging. This way, you know, everyone can get their 30 or their 45. Yeah. Um, we just decided to leave it, you know, 30 and 60 because we do have, you know, recurring mm-hmm. who really want the 60 minutes. And, So you know what they can have that option. I mean, I am
1: drenched after Mm -hmm. thirty minutes. So maybe one day I just need to try. I just would be curious to see.
0: And you know what you can do do is we have. That's why we have benches in our sauna room Mm -hmm. because you can. There's there's no harm and there's no. You're not gonna get less benefits if you take a step out, sit on the bench, and actually you're gonna notice because I take a step out all the time Mm -hmm. and I sit on the bench and I'm still dripping oh still dripping dripping Mm -hmm. and then i go back in and then i'll come back out and i'll go back in yeah um and so that's always an option Mm -hmm. um and they are private sauna rooms with the benches also um i think some of your listeners might want to know like what are some of the contraindications Mm -hmm. um We are not medical doctors, Mm -hmm. so if you have any questions or if you're feeling, like, when in doubt, ask your doctor. Totally. Um, But if you've been heavily boozing and drugging the night before or during that day, do not come. Mm -hmm. If you have type 1 or even type 2 diabetes, um, either don't come or consult your doctor uh, always come. Don't come too hungry. Come well hydrated. Yeah, I chug water. Yeah, cardiovascular issues, um, pregnancy. Um, but again, when in doubt, ask your medical doctor um, mm-hmm. because you know it. It does get hot in there. Yeah, and this is not like a boot camp. I always mm-hmm. share that with clients. This is not about no pain, no gain. This is all, like, sometimes, you know, clients will be like, oh, the the temperature didn't get that high. And it's just because folks don't know. It's not about how hot it is. It's about the technology penetrating. Okay. So, know? but the thing is, is that if you do get hot and you are feeling, um, that you are feeling lightheaded, take a step out, mm-hmm. or we do have these emergency whistles. Oh, yeah. So... Um, you know, we feel that was also like a really important part because we mm-hmm. care about, we really, really care about your safety. Yeah.
1: And while I do 30 minutes when I go, there have been a handful of times where after like 15, 20 minutes, I'm just, I, I can't, like it's just, I'm. You're done. It, there's something, hap- I don't know what the difference is, but maybe I'm not as well hydrated and I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm yeah. out, I'm done for the day and that's okay. It's not like I need every last second to sweat out everything in my body. Like it's an enjoyable act. It's 100%. not how much sweat can I get today versus yesterday.
0: But come on, New Yorkers, we 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 have oh, this already always way of being where I have to like literally tell it to myself like, okay. I know. You yeah. know, the like, best the funniest <laughs> thing for me is I know you're not
1: supposed to or I don't know, but You, I've been told that you're not supposed to shower directly after a sauna because you continue to sweat. Wrong. Wrong, right? Okay. Thank you.
0: It's because they probably don't have showers.
1: Yes. That's also why I was like, I will live it now because they have a shower. But my, I laugh every time because I get out of the sauna, I sit for like five minutes, whatever, because while I was told by other places you weren't supposed to shower right away, my doctor told me I have to shower immediately because the toxins I'm sweating – will then just be reabsorbed by my body.
0: And they're sitting on your skin. Yes. And what's cool is that you can take um, – go cold, shock your system again, mm-hmm. let all the antibodies flush to the site, and then you're you're getting even more of a quelling inflammation yeah. kind of reaction.
1: But I'll take a shower, I'll get mm-hmm. dressed, and then I'll step outside, and then I'm like, oh, that post-shower sweat hits, and I'm, like, rushing to my next appointment. And so after a few times of doing that, I promised myself I would not book anything right after. I'm like, give yourself 20 minutes to shower, sit down, <laughs> relax. It's so like, true. It's so typical in New York. I'm like, have to get to the next thing, jump on the mm-hmm. subway, running around, and then I get somewhere drenched. I'm like, well, all right, here, there's my second sauna. It's the subway. Yeah. Um, well,
0: that's why you can just chill at our place. I know, and
1: that's what I've started
0: to yeah. do. I it sit is. down,
1: I scroll on my phone, I listen to more music, and the yeah. sofa is so comfy.
0: And have you met any new interesting people at well, our I space? Have.
1: I have. Be- well, I've become friends with the people that work there because I spend oh. so much time oh, that's there. so yummy. And I love everyone that works there. I have a mutual friend with one of them. I talk with the other one about her acting career. And, you know, I love the conversations I get into there. And then I've also seen a few people I know where either I recognize them from something they've done in this space or – I've actually run into a friend there and I've also had people come up to me and be like, Oh my gosh, I actually started coming here because you posted about it. And that was the truly the best thing that's ever happened to me. I was so excited. So um, I I just it's a very awesome community. I go at off peak hours though, mm-hmm. so I'm not like with the masses after work. I try to go when it's pretty empty. <laughs> Which is
0: kind of a nice thing it's to do. So nice. Yeah. I'm giving <laughs> the
1: primetime spots to everyone else. Um <laughs> But the community you've built is really inspiring, and I love it, and I'm so happy to be a part of it.
0: And it's because of people like you you. because we're still getting our sign approved. I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know what's so funny? Because I walked – when the sign got taken down, I walked by. Like, I've been there so many times, but I just walked by, and I was like, wait, what? Huh? And then it clicked. I was like, no, I know that's where it is. The sign just must not be there.
0: It's kind of cool. We're like underground wellness, right? I love it so
1: much. (laughs) Um, So I think that closes all the questions I had regarding now and the sauna, but I have to close with my last question. What would be up to three ways to your heart through food? And it can be like very specific of like, for me, for instance, ice cream in general Mm -hmm. is a way to my heart. Or it could be like this specific sandwich from this specific place. So as specific as you need it to be. And it could be one, two, three, hell if you need four.
0: Man, I think it has to be the organic nectar's ice cream on top of Rachel Mansfield's (laughs) warmed up brownie because i've been doing that as of late i have what's organic nectar ice cream i I don't know about this it's a brand you need to know about it you can get it at um health and harmony Mm -hmm. which is right around the block from us and um, i have a sensitivity to dairy Mm -hmm. so it's just it it's heaven okay i gotta look And Rachel's baked goods are really freaking good because whenever I spend time with her, I'm like, so what do you have for me? More treats? Oh, my God. And warm them up with the ice cream on top. I mean, forget it. Eyes rolled in the back of my head. (laughs) (laughs) So good. And I'm just thinking of as of late because, I mean, food, there's just so many ways that food, I know. It's really tough. And mine evolve all the time. And lately, I've been going to Barbudo a lot. Oh, I know. It's the last week. I know. And it has just been, I've been, you know, taking a lot of my close friends, people that I haven't seen in a long time, Mm -hmm. who mean so much to me. And my husband and I actually had a date night, you know, there, which is so nice. So what's your favorite dish? The chicken. You know what? I love the chicken, but I also love everything else that they have. Their duck. Oh. Oh amazing i mean even their kale salad is their one of the best salad in the city is so good they're homemade pastas. Mm-hmm. we like to always get like a maj page. that's what joe and i do of stuff and we can just pick and you know what leftovers still is good amazing i know so. we
1: actually used to do takeout from there a lot it was one of our uh. like oh it's a friday night or thursday night and we want to have a date night but we're really lazy and i just want to be in sweats But you know when you want something like a good takeout, not like a fast, casual pickup? Mm -hmm. You can call it in and pick it. Well, no longer. Sorry, listeners. I think I missed
0: the boat on that. I know.
1: (laughs) But you know what? It's not even that much more expensive because we live right next to it. We could pick it up versus like a Postmates something. Because once you Postmates, it adds on like $20 of delivery, tip, tax, whatever. And we would get like a few dishes, split it for dinner, and then have it for the next day too
0: right
1: i'm gonna miss it so much
0: totally yeah there. Oh, well I, I hear right they're opening i know somewhere else oh, i'll be really you know, interested to see where it is keeping I just my can't imagine crossed it's that close to us because well, the ambiance was killer i too. know yeah
1: amazing maybe i'll go this week <laughs> <laughs> i gotta find time <laughs> true i know well thank you so much for being on here it's been a pleasure
0: thank you so much for having me and thank you so much for being such a huge fan of ours it means the world to me thank you for opening this oasis for me
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of freckled foodie and friends i thoroughly hope you enjoyed it If you could be so kind, I would greatly appreciate a rate and or review on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast. Currently, this one's available on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Please subscribe to make sure you're up to date with new episodes coming at you every Friday morning. If once a week isn't enough of me, please follow along on my most active social channel, Instagram. Find me, my unedited videos, recipes, random rants, and info for all my other social channels on there, at Freckled Foodie.